Hello and welcome to PointCast, the podcast where we talk to voters about the issues that matter most to them. Today we have a unique guest. She is the co-founder of the popular app Politicking. This is an app that can be downloaded for free and allows voters to learn more about the people running for office right now. You can even find out if the people who are on the ballot support the issues that matter most to you. Now before we go into discussing this application, we're going to spend a little bit of time learning more about what motivates the co-founder of this popular application. Thank you so much for tuning in. This is PointCast. Today we have with us Gwen Cooney Seon, who is going to be talking about her story and a unique project that has turned into a company for her. So we want to talk about that. Gwen Cooney, I want to thank you again for being my guest on PointCast. Yes, I'm delighted to join you, Francine. This is awesome. I want to get into what you do and the app that you and your partner created, but I really would like to learn more about you as a person and kind of your life's journey up to this point, what kind of led you to do the type of work that you do. So could you share with us a little bit about your background, your American story? Sure, so uh, my American story is speckled with uh, international uh, origins. I would say both of my parents were born in Haiti and um, immigrated to this country, basically like most people in search of a better life. Um, so I was born in Miami, which there's a huge Haitian community. Uh, and so I was really cradled in that growing up. Um, and so was fortunate enough to retain a large part of my Haitian culture growing up in Miami um, and matriculated through, uh, you know, elementary, middle, high school. And I, I would say the journey of politicking really starts in high school because I joined the debate team um, and I was quite good at debate. I did student Congress, which essentially was a mock Congress. And I used to, you know, be really into finding more information about current political issues. And then I would have to present these three minute speeches and then there would be time left for cross-examination. And so Ever since then, I think that I really fell in love with government. I really fell in love with politics, although I didn't know it at the time uh, because my heart was set on actually pursuing medicine. Um, so I, I went to Howard, uh, which is the only HBCU I applied to, actually, because I, I didn't think that was going to be my journey because my mom had went to Howard. So, of course, I was like, nah, I don't think I'm going to do that. I wanted to start my own thing. Right. But I set one foot on Howard's campus and I never left. So that's kind of how I ended up on Howard. I instantly fell in love with just the beautiful black people that I saw, the intellectual prowess that I saw and not having to be the token in the room anymore. I was really, really fascinated by the idea that I would be surrounded by black excellence. And so being in the midst of DC, politics is kind of pumped into your blood. Um, you cannot get away from it. It's everywhere. It surrounds you from summer internships to seeing legislators at the restaurants you're eating at. It's just something that you're constantly being exposed to. Um, and so through that exposure, I, I began to take my political interest a bit more seriously. And that policy sector started to really fascinate me. I learned about 
you know, health policy under the different presidents. Um, you know, I learned more about the Affordable Care Act and I started really figuring out that legislation and largely informed health equity, um, which was something that I was extremely passionate about. Um, and so I did my Fulbright in Senegal, riveting experience. Uh, I recommend everyone live out the country at some point of, in their lives. Um, and I got to see how different governments worked. I, I got to see how governments worked on the African continent. Um, and so the idea for politicking actually came to me before I left Senegal, uh, left for Senegal, excuse me. Um, so back in 2016, when I was in the application process, I was doing a lot of thinking, soul searching, reading. Um, and I read this fantastic book that was speaking about healthcare co-ops in Uganda. And I wondered about the notion of having healthcare co-ops in other countries in Africa. Um, and so that in turn kind of started me on my Fulbright Fellowship research. But in the meantime, the United States was going into a very important election. Um, so it was November of 2016. I actually was, I did a early voting um, and I went into the polling precinct and I realized that everything people have been telling me about how smart I was all my life just didn't matter because I didn't know anything about the elected officials on my ballot. And I, I, was, I was a bit embarrassed by that, Francine. I was a bit mortified by the fact that I only really knew the presidential, vice presidential, and maybe gubernatorial candidates. Mm. Uh, and, and, and after serving family, friends, my co-founder, um, I realized it wasn't a me problem, but a we problem. A lot of people didn't know what was going on on the ballot. Mm -hmm. um, and so from these conversations, Politicking was born. Um, Politicking is a social political mobile application that you can download in your local iOS or Google Play stores. Um, and really the purpose is to inform, is to really improve voter literacy within this country, um, making sure that you are informed at every level, whether that be state, local, or federal elections. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. When you developed I have a couple of questions based on what you shared. Um, when you were in the process of developing this idea for politicking, did you engage other voters along the way to kind of gauge or to try to understand what some of the frustrations they may have had when they've gone to the polls or, or did you utilize your experience? What, what was the spark for you? Both, both. Um coming off of my experience, I wanted to make sure that this wasn't a unique experience. I wanted to make sure there was actual need for this before I built it, before my co-founder and I built it. Um, and so we interviewed countless people, hundreds of people asking them, hey, who'd you vote for? Why'd you decide to pick that person? Is it strictly based off of name recognition? Do you feel like you have a good understanding of their policies? Do you remember the names of the people you voted for? Will you be holding them accountable if they do win this office? How will you be holding them accountable? Mm -hmm. Have you ever attended a school board meeting? Mm -hmm. Things that really, you'd be shocked by some of the answers, um, but really, really dug into people's voting behaviors and non-behaviors and what they did and did not do to inform themselves prior to upcoming elections. And that's really what sparked politicking. Now, even with this app, there's a certain type of responsibility that the voter is going to have to take. I mean, you obviously can't spoon feed 
every bit of information to a person. So what, what do they have to come prepared with when they download your app? And can they take this app with them when they actually go into the voting booths? Have you all been able to check that out across the nation? Yeah, you can in some places take it in. If not, you know, you can easily print out the uh, ballot guides or whatever you've decided to choose um, in terms of your amendments or referendums and your candidates. You can easily print that out and take it. You can certainly take notes in. Some states are finically about phones, um, but a lot of states do make that allowance that you can actually take it in, arm yourself with that information. Um, and, and my hope, Francine, is that whether you do it the night before or, or you do it while you're standing in line or you do it three months prior, that you are taking an active role in participatory politics. Um, and that means doing your homework. I always compared it to an idea of failing the most important exam you've taken in your life. Um, and millions of Americans fail their exams each year due to lack of preparation. Lack of preparation. Speaking of that sort of thing, preparing to vote, how are you preparing yourself to vote this year? And what are some of the issues that are standing out to you personally? So, I mean, I'm using politicking for one, um, shameless plug. You guys can find us at, at politicking the app on Instagram, uh, at politicking app on Twitter, politicking on Facebook, um, politickingapp.com. All of these milieus are places where you can find more information. One of the most fun parts of, of being the co-founder and CEO of politicking is that we actually are able to interview people that are extremely um, active in local, state, and federal elections. Um, for example, tomorrow my co-founder will be interviewing Bakari Sellers live on Instagram. We'll be asking him his thoughts on what's going on in the world of politics. Um, and that brings me to what's currently like most important to me and what's exciting to me. Um, I think everyone is extremely interested in seeing how the nomination of Kamala Harris is going to affect the trajectory of these elections including myself, um, partially because she's a Howard woman, partially because she's a Caribbean woman, partially because she's uh, in a Greek letter organization like myself. So there's a lot of reasons where I'm invested in Kamala, but I am more so invested in, in figuring out what her policies are going to look like leaning into the 2020 elections. I'm more so interested in seeing how she's going to be able to keep Jill accountable for his doings and undoings leading towards the 2020 election. And so I'm extremely excited about her nomination. Um, Howard, Vice, and all her support each other. And so that's something that's been extremely exciting to me. Um, you know, and just as a black woman, seeing another black woman in that sort of position of power is, is truly uh, inspiring. Um, and so I think that's been on the top of my, top of my trajectory these, these last couple of days. Are there any particular issues that you would want um, one, Kamala or Joe or Trump or Pence or any of those folks, whomever gets elected, are there any particular issues that you think have to be addressed in order for us to continue to progress our country forward and improve the lives of everyday working Americans? Yeah, I think there's two main issues that I think are fundamental to address. It's dealing with the COVID pandemic, as everyone knows. And the second is the pandemic that's dealing with racial injustice that's quickly proliferating throughout the United States. Um, and so 
to address those things, yes, we need some great health policy um, in order to really get this under control. We need some leaders in education that are going to mandate stay at home orders for students. We need some leaders um, that are going to say, hey, we have a mask on mandate in our counties and our cities and our states. But also we're going to need some people to really take a closer look at our carceral system, to really take a closer look at our criminal justice system, to really take a, a look at what defunding the police mean or abolishing the police um, and reimagining what public safety looks like in the United States of America. Um, those issues are paramount and those issues are stymieing progress in the United States. And in order for the country to move forward, we, we have to eradicate those issues. Mm -hmm. If in the event that uh, Joe Biden and Kamala Harris do not win, do you have faith that a Trump-Pence ticket would be able to faithfully address the issues that you've just raised? No. Uh, so in saying that, it sounds like you've probably made your decision as a voter after you've done some of your research. So is there any, really anything other, because earlier you stated that you wanted to really understand what Kamala Harris's stances were on certain policies. Is there still wiggle room for you to vote either way or are you just seeking clarity? Uh, no, there's no wiggle room at this point. There, there was no wiggle room room before Kamala was announced, to be honest. Um, the choice for me is rather clear between fascism and democracy. So gotcha. there is no real choice for me. The choice was, was before Kamala was named VP, uh, do I want uh, to vote for a xenophobe, racist, sexist or not, essentially. Um, and so that is really what choices I think the American public is being faced with. Um, and by the way, my opinions aren't the opinions of politicking, they're just my personal opinions. Um, right. But obviously opinions are like a-holes, everybody has one. Um, and so I think that, you know, moving forward, of course I want clarity. Um, and of course I'm going to hold whoever's elected, um, elected accountable, whether that be Trump or Biden. Um, doesn't mean that we stop holding them accountable just because the outcome is not favorable or the outcome is not what we wanted. Um, it means for me that we shift our focus to local and state elections in a lot of cases, which to me I think are just as important as presidential elections. It doesn't matter if we vote Biden and Harris in, if we're not paying attention to who's running for governor, if we're not paying attention to who's running for Senate and Congress, if we're not paying attention to who's running for mayor and city councilman or woman. Um, those things are fundamentally important, just as the presidential and vice presidential election is important. And, I, and the purpose of politicking is to impress that upon voters that you can make a difference at the local or state scale, scale just as well as the federal scale. In your home state of Florida, uh, there's been a lot of discussion and debate around some of the topics that are important to you. Just a simple debate about wearing a mask, for instance and mandating that or quarantines and what have you. Does your app provide um, information that kind of shows where elected officials stand? Like, is there an apple to apple comparison 
uh, with certain issues like that if I were to go onto your app? That's actually a feature that we're working on right now. With our electorate feature, you do get a bit of demographic information, but my hope is that we can provide information that is apples to apples comparison. Actually, um, it's funny, last week I was talking to um, our PR um, and advertising agency about developing something that is similar to a Pokemon card that shows the candidate, their powers, where they stand on certain issues, and, and really being able to have a versus battle with the candidates um, and break down every single one of their viewpoints. We do have a head-to-head -head type feature. Um, the challenge is really ensuring that that can be done for all political offices and not just the president. It's easy, we, we, it's easy to do that for the president, and we have, um, and we'll continue to do so. Um, what's more challenging is to do that between the local mayors. Um, what's more challenging is to do that between the, the people that are running for governor or senate um, because there's just so many of them. Um, and so that is something we continue to work on and it's a great point to, to actually insert that. One of the reasons why we're fundraising and you guys can check out our GoFundMe campaign in the links of any of the social media or even on our website at politickingapp.com, one of the reasons why we're fundraising is to ensure that we have those features developed and, and ideally developed out by November so that we can arm the everyday American with the right to vote. In the meantime, as you all work to continue to build your app for voters and, and this upcoming election, what do you really want voters to take away, um, whether they use your app or they do their own research? What's the, what's the biggest takeaway that you want voters to have? Biggest takeaway I personally want voters to have is that Black Lives do matter and Indigenous lives matter, um, LGBTQ lives matter, um, and that we have to start paying more attention to our marginalized communities and our vulnerable populations. Elderly lives matter. I mean, we are seeing this COVID pandemic system systematically um, disenfranchise people that have already been thrown away by the government. Um, and that's not by accident um, because poor people are suffering disproportionately, black and brown people are suffering disproportionately. Um, it's decimated several several thousands of, of indigenous people on the reservations and it's not been spoken about um, and that's not by accident. So I want the voters to pay attention to their lives because their lives are on the ballot this particular November um, and it's paramount that we make the right decisions and whatever that decision may be for you. You've already told us a little bit about what's next for, for politicking your app, but what's next for you as a voter? Even though I feel that my vote is already decided, that doesn't mean I stop paying attention. I, I pay attention all the way to the end. I need to make sure that I'm informed. I need to make sure that I'm keeping my finger on the pulse of this country. Uh, and I need to make sure that I'm holding people accountable. And I also need to be um, informed in local and state politics as well. And so oftentimes with the DNC and the RNC, you can actually see who's going to be the next up and coming front runners for those political parties. And that's something that actually particularly excites me. And I'm excited to see what's gonna happen, especially now that it's all virtual. Um, and this is the first time almost in history that this has been done. So it's gonna be very interesting. Well, I really want to thank you again, Wankuni, for your time and for telling us about your app 
for people who are interested in it, uh, please go check them out. Again, that website, is it politickingapp.com? Politickingapp.com. Politickingapp.com. Thank you again for letting us know about your company and sharing your voice about the issues that matter most to you. For those of you like Wen Cooney who have the same or similar ideas or opinions, please feel free to reach out to us on our Facebook page so that we can continue this discussion. If you have opposing views and ideas, please reach out to us as well. We want to make sure we set a broad table for all American voices to be heard. We'd like to thank our sponsor, LEI Productions, for helping to make this podcast possible. Thank you again, Wincuni. I appreciate you for being our guest today. And thank you to all of our listeners who make all of this worthwhile. Peace to you all. To learn more about PointCast or any other podcast that we produce, please visit us at our website at pointcast.news.